Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Man, oh man, it's just been a wild couple days here. As I'm recording this, um, we are just coming off the, um, what, what's the expression? Coming off the heels of? That's not right. We're coming on the, we're riding the waves of, I don't know. There's an expression there that I totally just botched. But um, anyway, my brother got married last week. That's what I was trying to say. My brother got married and it was a super exciting day for uh, for our family and uh, just a really special day for me. I um, I have a very special special bond with my brother and um, you know for me my little brother is the guy that I I grew up playing hockey with. Um, we played on worship teams together. I mean we did so much together and um, and I I think he really looked up to me. But we've kind of reached a stage in life now where. I probably look up to him just as much. Um, there's just there's so much good in him, and uh, really special day for me. So um, there's actually an episode coming up where I I I learned a particularly important lesson from him recently, um, and I'm going to share that one in uh, in a couple episodes. But uh, anyway, that's just a little update on me. I like updating you guys. I hope you don't mind listening to that every once in a while. Um, a couple of you have been asking about Jamaica as well, so I am moving to Jamaica. Uh, that's not happening until a little bit later in September. So. Um, I'm hesitant to give dates just because I don't know exactly when this is coming out. This is probably coming out before I go, but uh, but yeah. But anyways, um, you know we have everything kind of in queue here. It's not going to affect the podcast, but uh, but yeah, we are gearing up for that. That is for sure. Um, today's going to be a, a bit of a shorter episode, but I had this uh, funny moment, a funny moment uh, sometime last week actually, leading up to my brother's wedding, and. I don't even remember the details now, but you know, I was, um, I was just in the zone, focused, working on on a project, and my mind just kept getting hijacked by uh, you know uh, a, a random thought here, a random thought there, an occasionally a lustful thought, and I just <laughs> I caught I caught my brain, you know, I saw what it was doing, and I just I just said to myself, the damn you lizard brain, like what are you doing, just ruining my day here. You know, here I am focusing on this project and you're interfering in every which way. And it was just driving me a little bit nuts. And uh, anyway, just one of those expressions that came out of my mouth and I thought, um, this is worth talking about. So you may or may not know what I'm talking about when I say lizard brain. Allow me to kind of explain. Um, there's, there's so many different working models for explaining the anatomy of the brain. And none of them are perfect. They all have their own strength and um, you know, they all have their, their weaknesses as well. There is a theory out there that basically it, it's the, the theory of the triune brain. And the triune brain ba- uh, basically says that we have um, three brains, like our brain is actually made up of three brains, quote unquote, or, or you can kind of compartmentalize it into three sections. The first section is the, the brain stem. And these are really the most primal functions. It controls um, our involuntary activities like breathing, blood circulation, that kind of stuff. And the, the primary uh, motive or, or objective of your brainstem is safety. 
It, it is simply designed for survival. Now, this part of your brain houses um, the, the really critical parts of your survival. And this is what we call reptilian brain, or in this case, lizard brain. Okay, so lizard brain is the thing that um, that occasionally will get triggered. So somebody who struggles with anxiety often has an overactive brainstem. Now, there's reasons why it's overactive, but essentially the person's sense of safety becomes skewed and distorted. And so that brainstem goes into these hyperactive states or it gets triggered unnecessarily and then it causes these feelings of anxiety and, and a lack of safety. So that's the first part of your brain. It's kind of the most primitive part. The second part is the limbic system, or, or the uh, it's kind of the emotional state. So the first is survival state. The second is the limbic system. And this is sort of mid-level functionality. And its main, I, I guess, question is kind of, am I loved? So this is where a lot of our emotional... Um, activity stems from and you know we would like to tell ourselves that we're not emotional you know I think men especially are like oh I'm not ruled by my emotions but you know whether it's how you respond in relationships how you handle conflict uh, or or how you make a decision of which program or which um, you know airpods you're gonna buy from the apple store we are driven by our limbic system a lot a lot, a lot. And Simon, Simon Sinek actually did a talk on this. Uh, if you don't know who Simon Sinek is, he's a, a very respected thought leader. And he talked about how um, you are to start with why. You know, when you think about uh, why you do a program, why you launch a product, uh, why you make a decision, why you pursue a relationship, um, you always want to start with why. And, and very often in leadership environments, we're quick to tell people, here's what I want you to do. We don't always explain why. And when he was talking about that, he's talking about the limbic system, the, the, the why, the essence, the motive. It is almost always there's, a, there's an emotional component to why we do things the way we do them. And that limbic system is sort of that second part of our brain that's quite critical. Now, what really separates humans from uh, all of the other you know animals and especially the other mammals that are on the planet is the, the third brain. And that is the prefrontal cortex, the prefrontal lobes. And these are the parts of your brain that are responsible for executive functioning. So this is where your problem solving, your learning, your rational, and your reasoning take place. And the kind of question here, I suppose, is what can I learn? How do I learn from this? So your, your lizard brain asks, am I safe? Your limbic system asks, am I loved? Uh, or is there some secure connection here? And the prefrontal lobe asks, what can I learn? What is there to gain? And there's no other organism on planet Earth that has a prefrontal cortex like ours. So uh, this is very unique to humanity. And it's really what allows us to live the lives that we lead and to be the superior race on planet Earth, it is the specific part of our brain. So anyways, we have three states of, of our brain, and I find that on the days when I deal with a lot of anxiety, when I um, you know have a hard time maybe focusing my thoughts, or I just get caught up in the fears, the, the what ifs, and I start playing worst case scenario, it's my stupid lizard brain that's getting in the way. Now, I shouldn't actually call it my stupid lizard brain because 
Uh, one of my real uh, mantras around this is that none of your brain is stupid. You're not to uh, make your brain the enemy. Your brain is there to serve you. And the more that you can acknowledge that and identify it and appreciate it, uh, the healthier you're going to be and the more integrated your neural experience will be. So, you know, your brain stem, like your lizard brain, is actually, it, it keeps you safe. And 99% of the time, it does it perfectly. But, you know, it's that 1% or maybe it's, you know, maybe you struggle a bit more with anxiety. Maybe it's the 5 or the 10% where the lizard brain starts to kind of malfunction and, ad- and maladapt. And it just ends up wreaking havoc on our lives. So sometimes it's like, oh, if only my silly brain wouldn't do this. No, that's not actually the right way to look at it. Uh, thank the Lord for your brain. Thank the Lord that that you have a limbic system that has kept you safe throughout all kinds of threats, all kinds of dangerous environments. And then just simply understand that that part of your brain needs to be mastered. That's all. You just have to understand what it's doing, acknowledge it for what it is, and then move on. So, you know, when I was in this moment last week and it's like, damn you lizard brain, like damn you, you're you're interfering with my cognitive functioning. I can't think straight. I'm not, I'm not having clear rational thought here. Uh, I'm supposed to be, you know, in my zone doing whatever. I, I honestly don't even remember what it was. But my silly limbic system was interfering. Pardon me, my silly brainstem was interfering. In those moments, all you do is you just take a deep breath. Okay, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for my brainstem. And, you know, even taking a, a, a deep breath actually calms that lizard brain down. And it gives you a chance to sort of tune in or tap into your prefrontal cortex again and start thinking more rationally and more reasonably. And this is a great thing to do when your emotional state becomes hyperactive as well. So your limbic system is just overactive. You're, you're feeling very emotional maybe about what's going on. And we all know when we're in that state where it's like, ah, like I'm clearly acting or I'm making a decision. I'm behaving out of my emotion. And ideally, we want to act out of our prefrontal cortex as much as possible. And when we live in a neurally integrated state, all three of these brains work seamlessly together. It is not that we simply just operate out of our prefrontal lobe and, and we kind of you know suppress the, uh, the limbic system and the lizard brain. It's that actually all of these collectively work together that we can kind of discern, okay, that's, those are like survival thoughts. Those are fear-based thoughts. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to pass on those thoughts. There's something better. It, it's that we're able to acknowledge, okay, this is actually why I care so much about, you know, um, you putting that, that, that coaster in the wrong place on my coffee table or, or you uh, squeezing the toothpaste from the bottom. Here's the real reason. And it's, it's sort of this interplay between your prefrontal cortex, your limbic system, and your brainstem. So for me, the toothpaste is an example. It's, it's not quite realistic with us. We don't really fight about that in my marriage, but um, there's lots of little things like that that we can get nitpicky about. And for me, it usually boils down to control. So again, control is not a, a prefrontal cortex function. It's actually an emotional thing. It's that I, I am desiring to feel in control so that I can feel safe, which is, which is a, a desire of the brainstem, the lizard brain. So it's crazy to think that like, in my, um, in my desire for the toothpaste to be squeezed a certain way out of the tube, that all three parts of my brain could be at play. But that's exactly what's going on, and it happens all the time in our lives. So the more aware we are of what's going on, the more we can kind of piece the parts together here. Like, okay, my, my, sort of my, limb, uh, pardon me, my lizard brain 
wants safety. How do I find safety? Well, when I'm in control, I feel safe. That's the limbic system. And so the prefrontal cortex then tries to make these arguments for why it's correct to squeeze toothpaste from the middle of the tube. When in reality, that it, more than anything, it's simply appeasing my limbic system and my lizard brain. So do you kind of see how those three things all work together? And, and this is the beauty. It's, it's the glory of the triune brain. It's the design of God. It's the way he wanted it from day one. Um, but sometimes what happens is we, we cultivate patterns. We get prolonged exposure to, to harmful environments. And, and we start to maybe operate outside of this integrated state. So when you find yourself dealing with anxiety, when you find that your temptations just become, you know, like insurmountable, like overwhelming, take a deep breath, acknowledge that you have different brains at play here. And remember, there's always, and I mean always, there's always an, a, a way for you to respond or to handle a situation that seamlessly integrates the triune brain. It's going to take time to figure that out. It's going to take practice to make it kind of a routine and a pattern, but simply know that it is possible. Let that drive your pursuit. Let it drive your decisions. When you catch yourself in these moments, remember there's a, there is a way for your triune brain to seamlessly integrate. It's just up to you to figure out what that is and what it looks like. So that's my little rant about brain health, about neural integration, and about our silly but God-blessed lizard brain <laughs> that we've been given, that when it's harnessed in the right way, it actually serves us. It does not hurt us. So that's everything for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, if you found this content valuable, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating, a review. And um, if you want more of this content on a regular basis, subscribe. Uh, for me personally, I only really listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. And I bet that's the same for you. So if this is more of what you want, subscribe and uh, we'll be back in your podcast feed very very soon thank you for listening have an amazing day and we'll talk soon take care bye-bye thanks for listening to the new man podcast if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast you can share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.